In the not-so-distant future, Theodore, a lonely writer, purchases a newly developed operating system designed to meet the user's every needs. To Theodore's surprise, a romantic relationship develops between him and his operating system. This unconventional love story blends science fiction and romance in a sweet tale that explores the nature of love and the ways that technology isolates and connects us all. Welcome to the list off. A movie called Her. Three, two, one. List This was the movie that Spike Jones needed to get out. A Simpsons podcast that became a Futurama podcast. Yeah, I'll fix it if it yes. Yes, welcome to Two Bad Neighbors presents The List Off, a Simpsons podcast that became a Futurama podcast that flamed out immediately, and we are now talking about the thing that we should have been talking about since the very beginning, the the movies movies and films, specifically films of the 2010s. Cinema. Kino? Kino. 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 Like the... Like the game? Nope. That's the uh, German word for uh, cinema, I believe. Oh, they always have good words for things. <laughs> I like that. That's fun. Yeah. And uh, today we are talking about a movie called Her. Her? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was in stereo. <laughs> Uh, it's almost we know like we know each other too well. Yes, and <laughs> know what jokes we're going to do. That was incredible. Um, <laughs> I'm so glad I witnessed it. That's right. <laughs> um, yes, her the 2013 film about a dude dating a robot. Is it 2013? It sure oh my is. Gosh. Ten years ago, my friend. Mm. And how prescient is it today? We're going to talk about it. Yeah. But uh, first of all, let's introduce our guest, our first time guest. <gasps> I'm <It's>... here. <laughs> I'm her, and I'm here. You're her, you're here, and you're Natasha Jensen. Thank you for joining us. Oh my gosh, my pleasure. Thanks um, for having me. Now, you are one of the many contributors to this list, mm-hmm. and um, uh, I think this is maybe the first guest we've had where one of us actually voted higher on the list than the guest. Yes. Um, so the the format, of course, is whoever voted for it the highest, or at least one of the highest, depending on scheduling and whatnot... Um, is who we get on to talk about it. But, of course, Greg and I also contributed to the list. We did. And therefore, if, you know, Greg listed it highest, it, we're not just going to have him as the guest. <laughs> that would be... He's a host. That'd be redundant. That'd be silly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so just, we'll get, uh, just us? Yeah. Well, talking? <laughs> not like we're going to do that later. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so, we we try to get the person who's uh, next highest on the list. In this case, it is Natasha. Oh. Uh, I did double check because I forgot where you placed it. And you probably mm-hmm. do, too. Um, unless you don't, you can correct me. Do you remember where you placed it? Because I do. I, I don't. Great. <laughs> but it's a very good movie. <laughs> it's Oh, yeah. Uh, so I placed this at number seven mm. on my list. You had it at number eight. Oh. So I was just one slot ahead of you. But So it was you who liked it higher? Or? Yes. Okay. I, so three of those, uh, I guess I can go through it right now. So the uh, this is number 47. Busting out the stats. Here's the stats. This is uh, the film Her from 2013. It had 41 points. It was on three of 20 lists. The highest placement was me. With number seven, written by Spike Jones, directed by Spike Jones. Uh, the IMDb plot synopsis is very similar to the Letterbox one, but shorter and more succinct, as is tradition. In a near future, a lonely writer develops an unlikely relationship with an operating system designed to meet his every need. 
Boom. Yeah, that's better. The 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 letterboxed one kind of has like a uh, a marketing sentence in yes. it. Yes, <laughs> I feel like that's often the case with the letterbox ones, which is also why I like to use. I like to pull both. Yes, yeah. letterbox is like yeah, seems often trying to like really sell you on it. Yeah. Whereas IMDb is just like, ah, this is a premise, whatever. This is what it is. Um, IMDb is just the facts. Just the facts, ma'am. Because of... (laughs) And uh, so, yeah, three of us put it on our list. Myself, Natasha, and uh, a third party we will not name. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I mean, we can say it. I don't know if if they want to be... I don't know who it is. Uh, It's Nathan. Nathan. My friend Nathan, who will be on a future uh, episode. Right, okay. Uh, This one didn't even come near my list. Not even near it. No. Interesting. No, I haven't thought about this movie in 10 years. Wow. Oh, wow. Because we saw it in theaters together. We did. And uh, my here's here's my experience with this movie. It okay. was one of the most visceral experiences in theaters yeah. that I had experienced up, up to that point. Um, that, King Kong, and Drive. <laughs> <laughs> what a trilogy. We're like... <laughs> <laughs> just like extremely memorable experiences in a the theater. What was for so me. visceral for you? Um, I was just so deeply moved mm. by yeah. by the ending. I remember just kind of like standing in the lobby talking about it. Yeah. Um, and I have not had a bigger change to a movie upon rewatch, really, than this movie because I hadn't watched it yeah. since then. Because it, it was like, well, this movie wrecked me, and mm-hmm. I'd rather not feel that way for a while. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ten years later, it doesn't make me feel anything. Interesting. Yeah. That's very interesting. Well, Natasha, what was your relationship with this movie before we mm-hmm. dive too much further? I also saw it in uh, 13. I was at art school at the time. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, spent a lot of time talking about it in classes and with my friends. And we all felt very moved, too. And it was also around the same time that I met my, like, now partner. Mm. And so I felt very, a lot of things come up when... I was and your partner it. is an OS. That should be yeah. uh, clear. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Catalina. He's upgraded. <laughs> Big sir. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I remember when we saw it because, yeah, like similar experience then for me. Um, uh, didn't know what to expect. I remember the marketing was very, it almost seemed more like a comedy, right? Like like a, a rom com, arguably, but like an unconventional rom com, right? Yes, yeah. I don't, At the like, time, do you remember the marketing? I I don't. Okay. But this time around, I was like, oh, it probably should be that. <laughs> a rom com. A rom com. This no. whole this whole thing is like is is this is upsetting me. This oh is no, just, nah. Wow, this is a this is a. I feel like this is a rare Greg uh, turns on a movie uh, years later. So the uh, this is very watch? rare. You yeah. didn't like it? Not really. Okay, I didn't like. I didn't hate it. Like mm. I didn't. I didn't hate it or anything. But I. I was just like, I don't know why I liked this so much. Okay. When I when well, I maybe saw we'll it, it had some. You. I remember it had some interesting. Like, mm. well, this time around, I was like, oh, how oddly prescient. This is a very cool near future dystopia movie he gets a lot of things right yeah about it it also got me thinking of like this was the movie that spike jones needed to get out and nothing else <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah he hasn't he done a movie since, since. he hasn't done yeah. anything oh um, it, it's striking because he wins an oscar this movie's yeah. a pretty good hit like it's very well regarded and then clams up and then he mm. does like jackass movies. <laughs> yeah, what's what's going on? It's 
it's one of those things where like you know a, a great author only has one great yeah. novel in them and i'm just like and that's it maybe he's too busy being married to karen o is he married i imagine that would yeah. be very busy yeah yeah so a she's trophy so cool. husband to karen o who wouldn't yeah oh, she's yeah. so cool it does look like the most recent thing he worked on was um a beastie boys documentary uh, the BC Boys story, as told by Michael Diamond and Adam Horowitz, uh, or sorry, it's a stage show, not a documentary. Okay. So he directed their stage show. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but it, can he not get anything um, made? Oh, no, yeah, sorry. A feature-length <laughs> sure documentary, BC Boys story, was also directed by Jones, features footage from the shows. It was released on Apple TV+. Plus. <laughs> My guy. Your favorite. <laughs> um, and then he uh, performed briefly in uh, the uh, wonderfully underrated film Babylon from last year. Oh, who was he in Babylon? He was a German director, I believe. Didn't he also do ah, like you know. the Aziz Ansari? <laughs> Which one? The Aziz Ansari stand-up. Oh, did he? Let's see. Mm, I think that was Spike Lee. Yeah, are you, are you Spike, getting Spike Lee and Spike, Spike Jones Lee? confused? Oh no, it starts. <laughs> <laughs> I was worried about this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't say anything about that. On I'm just on Spike Jones's uh, uh, thing here, so I don't. See I always get Spike that. Jones, but yeah, I think it was Spike Spike Lee that did. Yeah, that's Aziz. so weird. Either one, <laughs> either one to just record, point and shoot at a stand-up stage. It's yeah. so weird when they hire like directors. Yeah, mm-hmm. to to do that and, and well, not it was just like, an, like an apology tour. You gotta you gotta right. hire you gotta, the big guns. I guess you know how to shoot shoot from those angles to make them the most sympathetic. Yeah, yeah. Just I, your I butt clenched the whole time. That <laughs> comedy special. Oh my god, what's he gonna? <laughs> oh god, no. <laughs> Is he gonna talk about it? He's got to talk about it at some point, right? He's not talking about it yet, but he's gonna. Talk- he's talking about it. He's talking about it now. Ooh, I don't think that was an apology. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry if you misconstrued it. <laughs> Look, I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings, okay? I'm sorry that you felt that way. <laughs> I think that's what he actually said. I'm sorry, it's, not sorry. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's all a nightmare. Um, <clears throat> it is a nightmare. I always get uh, Spike Jones and Larry Clark mixed up. Who's Larry Clark? Who's Larry Clark? Oh. <laughs> Who is he, yeah. <laughs> so it's my dad. <laughs> uh, he came up around the same time as uh, Spike Jones, and he directed Kids in the nineties. Oh, 90s. right, right, right. And right I always right. think Spike Jones yes. directed Kids. Interesting. Yeah. No, he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> like Which such you know. sensitivity from um, her came I've from never the director seen of Kids. kids. What? Yeah, I've always heard much about it, and I never ended up watching it, and I don't know right. if I ever will. That's um, fine. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Larry Clark, mm-hmm. uh, he hasn't really done much since then. That's definitely the thing he's known for. Um, I mean, all the things I'm seeing here as his filmography are either very unmemorable or I've never heard of them. Is it Gumbo? No. Gummo? No. Uh, G- Gummo is uh, Harmony Corinne, I believe. Oh, okay. If that's what you're thinking. Because Harmony Corinne, I would get confused. I thought Dead Kids for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in a whole web of like confusing directors. Dead Kids. Um, <laughs> but um, so my understanding, and I don't know if this is true, um, is that because Spike Jones and Sofia Coppola were together for a while. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And. My understanding was basically their divorce like mm-hmm. affected both of their like output so heavily that basically this is his divorce movie. 
um, from Sophia, and then she made Lost in Translation, which is kind of her divorce movie from him. That came a much while, earlier, ten or ten years ago. earlier, I think. Yeah, two thousand three, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he he. Well, he was making the Kaufman movies. In he's, that yeah, time. he was working with Kaufman. Yeah. He did Where All the Wild Things. Like he did a lot of stuff before this. And it, yeah, I I I think you're right that this was like the movie he wanted to get out, because then he's just like, I, yeah, I I don't think I need to do another movie. Goodbye. I appreciate that. I'm gonna work that. with the jackass guys and <laughs> dress up in old man makeup sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I, I, and I'm like on the other side of it, just like I I want to see where this goes. I'd be in, I'd I'd love for him to make more movies for sure. Yeah, because. I think his his output with the with the Kaufman movies. I think he has the best Kaufman movie adaptation. Uh, well, the other best Kaufman movie. Sync- the other best New Kaufman York? movie. He Is didn't do Eternal Sunshine. No, that's uh, Michel Gondry. Really? Okay, yeah. then it's uh, Being John Malkovich. Um, that's my that's my favorite one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Eternal Sunshine is a masterpiece. And. Uh, what was the other one that he did? Uh, Where the Wild Things Are. Yep. The yeah. New York one. Synecdoche, New York is a Kaufman-directed one. Yes. Oh, is it? Kaufman-directed it himself. That's his directorial debut. Yeah. Oh. Oof. Debut. A movie that kind of, that, that this, like this one, but <laughs> opposite for me. When, <laughs> when you didn't like it initially, yeah. and now you really like it. And now I think it's a five out of five Oh, it's a all-timer. It is an all-timer. I think it's Philip Seymour Hoffman's best performance. It's 100% his best performance. Uh, which is saying a lot. Because he's got mo- pretty much all banger performances. Yes, all of yeah. his performances, even the weird ones, <laughs> are great. Yeah. Even like his early, like, I'm a preppy asshole performances are all really good. Even his, Like in Talented Mr. Ripley. Even his kind of o- annoying Oscar Beatty Capote performance mm-hmm. is... It's really good. Seismic. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. And he makes that movie so good. Oh, yeah. Even though that story is in and of itself very compelling. Yeah. Um, we could talk about Philip Seymour Hoffman all day. Well, maybe, maybe one if day we, we do will. a 2000s uh, list, he'll definitely show up a lot. Several times. I feel like his uh, output in the 2010s is less. Well, he'll, not to spoil anything, but he'll be on, we'll talk about him. <laughs> He'll be on this list at some point. Yeah, that's true. We'll I'm forgetting it for, for whatever reason right now, but I, I believe that you're right. I'm that. not. I know exactly oh. where he's coming. And it's going to be great. I'm going to be really happy to talk about that movie. Because <laughs> I watch it all the time. Oh, boy. oh, I know exactly which one you're talking about now. <laughs> no spoilies. Um, yeah, so I feel like... Okay, so because Synecdoche I liked from the jump, and mm-hmm. I still love it every time I watch it. Um, her, I really liked from the jump. I think I, cause I've seen this. So I watched it today for however many times, cause I have seen it more than yeah. just those times. Um, I feel like it's been up and down, but I do think by the end of the movie, I always turn back around to loving it. Mm. Cause I do think that ending's really powerful. Um, and even just like the concept of the relationship basically, um, ending because the Samantha character has become too evolved and like all the AIs are like too evolved or whatever, you know, that's weird sci-fi shit, but it like is this like prescient thing about like relationships and how it's like, you know, there's still like always a part of her in him. And then he writes that letter to his ex-wife, uh, Rooney Mara at the very end. And, and it's like, it's just him kind of like with catharsis, like realizing like what, every relationship in our life like means to us and how it like a part of everyone's always with us. And like, I don't know. I just think it's really beautiful. And then there's Mm -hmm. a shot of him 
and uh, Amy Adams on the rooftop, and it's just the music swells, and it's it's cinema, baby. It works for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good stuff, and I think one of the problems that I had with the film this time around was that I wasn't in a theater. Sure. Because Spike Jones directs this movie like a movie you should watch in a theater. He directs it almost like a Paul Thomas Anderson mm-hmm. would with like these massive close-ups. Mm-hmm. And the the movie really, really relies on the close-up and the sound design to bring you into yeah. the most important parts of the movie, which is the conversations mm-hmm. between the AI and Theodore. Um it's one of the best sound scores of that decade. Yes. And it and, still is. And that was my problem at home. You know, okay. just, yeah, just, you just watching at home. I have, the, I have a big TV, it's a big but, TV. It's but also a the sound is wrong. <laughs> it's just, it was just wrong. I should have watched it. it. I should have watched it on my headphones is what mm. I should have done. Yeah. Mm. Uh, on, that, on your I, iPhone. I did watch it on my headphones <laughs> while I was working, which is yeah. not, you know, not an mm. ideal way to watch it, but, but like, it was I more just a, to refresh myself because I've seen yeah. it so many times that it wasn't as a... Uh, you know, crucial to really focus on it. I'm really starting to kick myself now because <laughs> I really should have put my Bluetooth headphones in mm-hmm. and just turned that on because the Apple TV lets you do that. That's true. Like Bluetooth is all around us Bluetooth and I should have done that. It's everywhere. Like, Much like it's, AIs. It's the reason I liked All Quiet on the Western Front. Oh, sure. Because that movie is another great piano piece. Nothing mm-hmm. without that. <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's, I feel like it. I'm there. that's it. That's like it. But if you have that, if you have that directly mainline yeah. to your brain, boom, boom, boom. It sounds good. Really, really good. <laughs> I'm always amazed that pianos are like thousands of years old, and yeah. you can still create like Incredible, new music. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, I mean, music in general, like it's wild that you know we still create new music all the time with like know. the two notes you know yeah. Yeah. like well the three in all quiet another one is the new batman score <laughs> is well it it's so like hey sweetheart yeah it's <laughs> whoa what are you showing me come on oh no <laughs> it's a great score though seen the new like, batman it's a, the Batman? Yeah. The Batman. The mm-hmm. Batman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Had to turn up that uh, brightness. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> gotta, just, gotta crank the gamma. <laughs> yeah. It's the funniest Batman, Batman movie. Since the way Batman Matt Reeves wanted to be watched <laughs> with the gamma cranked on your laptop. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, those oh, those piano scores. The oh, what's the one where she? It's the picture of us. Mm. That one, just like the little tinkling. And, yes, 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 yes. Uh, and I think his background in music videos is so perfect for this film. Absolutely. Because the whole thing feels like romantic love letter to music videos. Um, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, uh, music was by uh, Canadian Indie Darlings Arcade Fire. Of are they course. still darlings? Ruh, well, ruh. Yeah. <laughs> well, some of them probably are. <laughs> some of the members uh, but are they... not darlings. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you put you, you put them all there, mm-hmm. and like I think uh, I think it's been proven in the past couple of years that at least one out of every arcade fire <laughs> <laughs> is going to be a creep because there's a lot of people in arcade fire. <laughs> It's a Canadian PSA. <laughs> One of every arcade. Fire. One out of three arcade fires. Um, and then Karen O and Spike Jones did the Moon Song. Oh yes, oh, which I love. Oh. It's such a lovely little song. 
Greg's, Greg's not on board with this movie. No, I, I I do like those parts. I'm not. He's just nodding. He's like, yeah, I'm glad you guys liked. It. I'm not, not. I am glad that you liked it. It's just like they didn't. It, none of it really sung for yeah. me. And maybe it was like partially because it affected me so much. Yeah. That first time that the second time is never. Why are you gonna... so hidden with your feelings? Yeah. That's a great question. Yeah. That's a really great question. Um, <laughs> a really long answer, probably, or. You know, just the, pretend we're an the, OS system. The normal yeah. answer, you can you ask know? us anything. Like, I'm afraid of them. Do you mind Fear? if I look at your inbox? Ah, uh, oh. that's a little man. How much I wanted that. <laughs> the like, yeah, the like very quick. Like, well, I see you have all these emails from like what is it, like USA Today or something. It's yeah, like, and you haven't read them in forever, so you probably want to unsubscribe. Sign me up. I yeah, didn't want I know. AI. Now I will have one. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you? Okay, the, and. You don't, I mean, I don't know if this uh, has any bearing, but like um, in 2013, were you and Allie together? Hmm. Yep. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, yeah, because I was just wondering if maybe that colored your, um, the move, the moving, the moving, the movingness, how the movie moved you because you were in a, a relationship you with the person in love. you were in love with. Oh yeah, I definitely was. Yeah, yeah. Um, and maybe now you're just like you're married, you own a house. You're just like, yeah, who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't need to feel these feelings anymore, <laughs> Theodore. I will say the Theodore flashbacks, where looking back to his relationship with Mar when they were talking about that relationship, mm-hmm. that felt different this yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, especially when he's talking about the challenges of growing Mm -hmm. and being scared of outgrowing each other that yeah yeah absolutely i thought that was really beautiful yeah um yeah i love that i don't know i I just love the kind of frankness and um really like heart on the sleeve kind of like talks about relationships this movie does that like is very nuanced and very like honest and no one's ever really painted as like bad yeah you know, like like classic rom com thing would be Rooney Mara's like a bad person, right? Hmm. Or not necessarily a bad person, but just like we we see like the bad quality. You know, like, oh, glad she's not he's not with her anymore. Like that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, and she's the only one that spoke ne- like negatively against the relationship. Everyone was gung ho for him. I love that aspect. Like that yeah. was the other thing I, I mentioned earlier. Like the the marketing to this movie um, seemed like a rom com. Seemed like a comedy to me. Um, and the premise, you know, a man starts dating a, an AI robot, whatever you want to call yeah. it. Um, I was very like ready going into this movie for like it to be like almost wall to wall jokes about that. Like what? You're dating your computer. <laughs> um, and I really appreciate that the movie doesn't go that route, except for like you said, like Rooney Mara like does it, but it's more of a like reaction to like, oh, this is what you're doing now. Like, yeah. You know, and she has all this baggage about him, I'm sure, where she's like, you can't, like, because what does she say? She you says, can't like, have something real. Yeah, you can't, like, you can't feel your feelings or, yeah, have something real. And, like, and that's, like, her projecting her own, like, reasons why that relationship didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a that's a telling reason, uh, telling thing that she is the only one that kind of speaks negatively because everyone else, even though there's still, like, a, like, he's not, like, going to just be, like, very out with it. For yeah. most of the the movie, like once he starts revealing mm-hmm. it to people, like for the most part, they're like, "That's cool." Like, tell me about it, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. 
Um, it was interesting with this character, the closer he got with Samantha, though, the more he closed up. It's true. Like keeping yourself from your OS system. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. And like the I think the first major part that happens is when um, when Rooney Mara tell, like tells him off or whatever you want to mm-hmm. you call it. Then he's like really closed off from her as well. Right. From Samantha as well. And that starts to cause friction in, in their relationship. But then. You know, he kind of gets over it and he's mm-hmm. just like, he's just like, yeah, like this is what I want and uh, and I'm happy. And like, why should that be a problem? Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's a, I think it's a really beautiful movie, but it's weird watching it today. If okay. Only because of the the current discourse around mm. AI. Right. Well, his job is sure, the greeting card. His job is chat GPT. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It is. I yeah. couldn't stop thinking about it. Yeah. When, but on nice stationery. On very looks lovely very stationery. And it does oh sound God, better than... Oh my God, that office. Could we talk the about colors? The aesthetics of this movie in general is so Who wonderful. was the production designer? I didn't look that up. Um, so the uh, cinematographer... I don't know if... Because uh, I was just looking at this up, and then I'll look at the production designer. Uh, oh, shoot. I just lost it. Um, but he's done lots of cool shit. Uh, Hoyt, Hoyt Van, Ho- Van Hoyt. Hotema. Hoytema. Oh, he just did. Um, he's n- he's Nolan's guy now. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oppenheimer, Interstellar, Dunkirk, and Tenet. He's done um, with. He has a with way Nolan. with textures. Um, but he's also done Let the Right One In, which is a very good film. looking movie. Uh, the Fighter, a good looking movie. Tinker Tailor Soldier <laughs> Spy, a very good looking movie. <laughs> Spectre. Uh, what he did? <laughs> he did Spectre. Yeah, he did. An incredible looking movie. <laughs> a bad movie. A that bad looks movie very good. that looks great. That's not his problem. No, the no, movie's bad. That's a uh, that's a lot of people's problem. Yeah, yeah. A, a lot of things. Uh, Ad Astra. Uh, nope. A great looking movie. Nope, he did. Yeah, he nope. Did nope. A fantastic <gasps> look. How many Oscars does he have? Zero. I'm guessing zero. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. Yeah, that sounds right. He deserves um, an yeah, Oscar. Yeah, he's won the Gould Baggy Award for Best Cinematography three times. Oh, great. What the fuck is that? <laughs> I don't know. I just heard of it now. It's a Swedish film award. Well, good. Keep keep giving it to him. <laughs> keep getting those Gould Baggies. <laughs> is he Alfredson's guy? That that must have been like Thomas Alfredson. Uh, they must have come up I together. No, I don't know who that is. Well, he did um, Let the Right One In and um, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, I think. Okay. So, um, he's, yeah, let the right one in and Tinker Taylor, you're right. Nailed it. <laughs> Thomas Alfredson. And he also did a little movie called The Snowman. Oops. Nope. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I will say for like a science fiction movie, which this is mm-hmm. still, hopefully, yep. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love how textured and warm you don't see a lot of warm science fiction movies. That's true, yeah. And. I think that's interesting looking forward that our future might not be slick. It might be a wood-covered computer. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I love that. (laughs) Just the beautiful, sleek teak on those Macs. So expensive. (laughs) I love it. You're just oiling your computer at night. (laughs) Remember to clean the teak. Pledge, putting some pledge on your computer. But it's... It's also so thoughtful when you're in his apartment and he only has one chair. That mm. also... Oh, yeah. 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 He I, is not uh, open for love. I see production. <laughs> no. 
designer. Just that choice alone, him only having a chair, says everything about his story. Yeah, the guy who has one K. chair K. is similar as to the guy who has no furniture. Yeah, yeah, or no sheets. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a bed mattress on the floor. Just yeah. walk out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Call the cops. I keep a pile <laughs> of pizza boxes as the as the bedside table. Yeah. I keep a pile of clothes next to my mattress. Oh. <laughs> That's where my clothes go. That's where my clothes. That's well, when I no, need clothes, I don't, I go I don't to my have pile. hangers. Hang on. Oh, it's he's not a slob. Okay. Right? He's he's noticeably not a slob. So the guy who does that has all of his clothes mm-hmm. in a closet and dresser, but the ones he wears are in a the pile. The one pair of pants and the next shirt and the socks uh-huh. and the underwear are in a pile next to him right so he just rolls into it oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that's just saving time yeah well i just described my morning routine oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> there it is yeah. um yeah kk barrett was the production designer um yeah uh let's see i i'm trying to see because i don't have uh their other um oh here we go other shows other things they've done because mm-hmm. i've never really looked into production designers often but i i do love them Oh, Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. That's a actually, I, I really like to look at that movie. movie. There's, there's <laughs> some there's some fun stuff to look at inside the frames of those movies. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, that's what did... they're important. Like that's what they're. Oh, this is funny. With, he also know. did Lost in Translation. Oh, oh. Uh, he did uh, Marie Antoinette, I Heart Huckabees, Where the Wild Things Are with Spike Jones, Adaptation with Spike Jones. All these movies look great. So basically, yeah. he's he's working with Spike Jones pretty much from the jump. Yeah, all these movies look great. Yeah. That's cool, um, yeah. The the like the near future as 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 it's kind of described, like because yeah, it's a sci-fi and it is a future, especially in 2013. If this was released now, people wouldn't call it a near future. They'd just be like, it's like a kind of a black mirror, right? Like like a mm. black mirror episode where it's just like, oh, it's still the stuff we currently have, but just like upped a little bit for uh, satire yeah. or for whatever whatever yeah. reason. Would but you... uh, at the time in 2013, I do feel like the concept of like an AI like Samantha was like out of our, you know, it's like, no, that's, that's never going to happen. Right. And now it's like, well, there's a, the, the problem with it is there's uh, these kind of AIs that people are like chatting to and stuff are like, like turning horrific. Like, like there's ones like convincing people to kill themselves and stuff. Oh dear. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what robots do. It's, yeah. Robots suck. Cause they, they only have one source to learn from. Us, us. Oh. <laughs> and we suck. Yeah. <laughs> they are um they, they they are a mirror. It's when Lilu yep. uh, reads about war in yeah. uh, Fifth Element. You know, yeah. Remember that? I don't like oh, that okay. movie. Oh, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why you suddenly hate all the movies I like? <laughs> this is not. That's not new. I, okay. We did a whole episode never, about it a long time ago. Oh yeah, the Fifth Element. Yeah, and I, I came in and I said and I said. Hot take, I don't really like this movie. And you <laughs> lost it. You know what? I was right to do it. <laughs> you can find that on our Patreon somewhere. I do not remember doing that episode. Yeah. <laughs> Why yeah. did we do that? Why? It was, a, was it a commentary? It was a Cinepals. It was a Cinepals. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Long, long time That's ago. a long time ago. Yeah. Hmm. We could re-release those to uh, pad out this show. No. I don't think it needs padding. <laughs> and I don't want to hear those. No, they're bad. That was one I think we recorded on my phone. Yeah, probably. Yeah. 
that was most of the Cinepals. Um, okay, so what else? Uh, let's talk Joaquin. I would love mm. to. Because mm-hmm. uh, Joaquin Phoenix, uh, after this movie, most in 2013, movie. is yeah. most of this movie. Uh, I think I kind of like solidified. I think he's my current favorite working actor. I see. Ooh. And I have since soured on <laughs> What? Why? A uh, little film called Joker. Um, so I'm glad you bring that up. Uh-huh. Because I've also soured on on Joaquin. You know what? I think that's that's too harsh. Yeah. Because we've talked about it a little bit, and he's fine. He's he's committed. Yeah. I, in that I should film, say he he does what he's supposed to do for that movie, and he's never I just hate that not. Movie. You know, like yeah. he's never not doing yeah. what he's asked to do for a film. He's yeah. always game. And whatever it happens to be. Yeah. You know, his performance in that is just as committed as it is in Gladiator, mm-hmm. just as it is in The Master. Yeah. You know? And that was the other movie, by the way. Yeah. Basically, Master, her one-two punch, 2012, 2013. I'm like, Joaquin, he can do no wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and the the fact that he wins an Oscar for a very bad movie. Infuriating. Really is infuriating. Yeah. He should have like, won for The Master. I like The Joker. Really? Well, yeah. Oh, okay, explain. all right. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> I think it was a really good studio experiment okay. of how do you take a small budget in a genre that has been completely inflated mm-hmm. and just make it a character study. Yeah. I think there's a lot of bullshit around the, the film mm. from fans that sure. I think infiltrate the film's content. Yes. But I actually think it's a very beautifully shot film. I think the violence is really excellent, hmm. and I liked it. The violence was my least favorite part of it. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, I think that it's, was the, it feels so real. It feels like a 1970s film. It feels mean-spirited, though. Um, Sometimes violence is. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not... Violence is usually mean. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing, too, with, with those uh, superhero genres. It's mm-hmm. so sanitize the yeah. violence it you you walk away from it yeah. and this one you can't and i really like that um yeah and the colors and the textures i've always said cinematography <laughs> performance are the two things i appreciate about that movie but the story and the um yeah the kind of like overall theming and messaging of it just feels either misguided or uh just yeah, mean spirited and okay. uh, a weird take on mental illness and like all this stuff that I just I don't appreciate. Mm. I've only seen it the once. I don't think I'll ever see it again. But I still I've appreciate. I've only seen it once, and now I will see it again. Yeah, because now I'll see it from your perspective. And I find his performance to be committed, <laughs> but annoying. <laughs> I've, he is the Joker. Yes. He's, he's supposed he's to be the, a clown prince he's, of crime. He's the clown prince of crime, but he's not, though, is he? No, it's you like know? an origin story. He's everything that's fun about the Joker has been taken away, mm-hmm. and we're just we're just left with, with, with the king of comedy. Yeah. And I just watched that movie for the, first for the time? very first time, oh my God. Mm. and I'm like... What a great movie. And I threw my hands <laughs> up into the air... And I was like, I hate Joker even more now (laughs) because King of Comedy is so much better. It's incredible. (laughs) And it does the same thing. It's basically the same story. It's almost beat for beat the same movie. Mm. And (laughs) 
and De Niro is is funny and annoying and cringy, but it's all part of like this this like indictment of uh, media and celebrity and fandom. Whereas I find Joker, I can't get past how obnoxious this guy is because his like he imagines that his life is so horrible and then we get into this well, shit with his ta- mom like, and i just driver. don't care like it's the ta- mm. it's the taxi driver like trying to do taxi driver and king of comedy combined basically yeah um, so is, two deniros two, de- two deniros two two uh, deniros don't make a right <laughs> they do not they do not in this no. case not for me um and uh, I just rewatched Taxi Driver recently, um, and I watched it for class as well. And the the interesting thing about that movie because that has like gross violence yeah, as well, I right? Love like, that and film. that's and um, I guess like what works for Taxi Driver for me is it's like this thing that's like simmering and like bubbling mm-hmm. until like a finale of violence. And the part of Taxi Driver that doesn't work for me is there's a part where like a um, like a young black man gets killed in a convenience store yeah and like i get what he's trying to do with it but it's just it doesn't sit right with me um even if it is being honest and being like hey this is a problem you know racial shit is a problem back then it still is today you know like it's still just like it it feels like if you're gonna do that you should have some other black characters in the movie yeah um but regardless the the finale to um taxi driver works really well because it's yeah it's like it's like, oh no, like this is how far this character can go if left unchecked. Whereas in Joker, there was a part in it in in the kind of middle middle ground zone where he just like kind of suddenly just stabs a guy in, in an apartment. Mm-hmm. Right? And there's like a little person as well, and then the little person's like jumping to re- reach the door door handle and it's like mm-hmm. played for laughs in this weird way. And again, it just felt so mean spirited and so just like like and knowing Todd Phillips's background in comedy. And just knowing that he does punch down often, hmm. I think also kind of colored my experience with that movie. So, I want to just throw one more thing to the to the taxi driver of it all. The ta- taxi <laughs> driver is made in the seventies. That's true. Taxi driver is a reflection of a current current time of yeah. a current thing. It is a it it is a uh, and specifically New York in the seventies. Yes, it, yeah. it it is actively reacting to what is around it social political yeah yeah to this to this thing that is you can feel it in the movie whether it's good whether it's bad it's bad by the way um (laughs) spoiler bad don't do it um but you can you you can feel this um this pot boiling over like it is a real lived-in space and the um the period aspect of uh of joke we're talking way too much about it well, I mean, About we're talking Joaquin. Yeah. And it's I think it's important because it is yeah. the movie that he won his Oscar for. Yeah. Um, I forgot about that. Yeah. And it's it's just one of those things where this this movie doesn't really fit for me in any mode. I agree with you though that wow, what a what a cool experiment that is. <laughs> yeah. What a what a really yeah, cool I want to see more. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 I want to see like this is why I'm like big fan of small budgets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, oh, is, yeah. this is why I'm like like okay, big names, th- small budgets. Hey, did you did you did you learn <laughs> did you learn anything? Probably not. But if you did, tone it all down to a hundred million or yeah. less. You know, 
and yeah, I think I think you're right that like the the approach to it is an interesting approach, doing a character study of a quote unquote supervillain comic book character, whatever. And I think it could have worked it for that worked. character mm-hmm. specifically. You got the wrong guy behind the camera. That's, that's my thing. <laughs> I don't know. I just I, I I remember being excited for the movie as well. Like sure. I remember being like, this isn't like in this current era of superhero movies. This is the right next step. It this is what dis- it takes to get a movie like this. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. To like, uh, you know, um, what's the word? Dissertate? No. Take apart? What word am I looking for here? Disassemble? Doesn't matter. Uh- <laughs> Distillate. Sure. To disintegrate. Dislocate. Oh, boy. To finger of okay, let's death. See, let's see how many words we can come up with. Start Disassociation. With dis. Disassemble. <laughs> Decapitate. Um, but is... Um, his performance mm. and her. Yes. To go back to yes. the movie we all came here for. <laughs> is this isn't a Joker podcast. <laughs> I did not sign Are up for that about either. All the different iterations of Joker throughout the years. <laughs> but that probably exists. He he has always had such big performances, such mm. big swings. Yes. And he just melts into this normal guy. I character. Yes. I love his performance in this yeah. movie. Um, it's so sweet. And have you seen flawed. the master? No, I don't think so. Is that with the little dog? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have no idea what movie you're trying to think of. Black and white. Black. Oh, the artist. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um, the master was a, a Paul Thomas Anderson movie with Philip Seymour Hoffman and. Um, Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, okay. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman basically played a L. Ron Hubbard type, like a Scientology leader of Scientology, oh, kind of oh, charismatic. Uh, join my cult, okay. and Joaquin Phoenix is the lost soul who joins. And anyway, <laughs> it's really good. Um, I didn't like it as much when I first saw it, but I rewatched it recently. I've turned around on it. Um, yeah, and I think it's incredible. Um, yeah, that was that's another the, yeah. that's another opposite her. Yeah, for totally. Me, <laughs> is like this is a movie that I saw in theaters and was kind of like. I think I don't like Paul Thomas Anderson anymore. <laughs> and then uh, just a, like a year ago, mm-hmm. maybe during quarantine, yeah. I was like, I have obviously nothing else going on. So <laughs> I might as well watch The Master again. Yeah. And then it bowled me over. Yeah. I missed that part of the pandemic. Me too. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just watch all the movies of this guy. <laughs> yeah. Go. <laughs> right? But yeah, so I think because he does go pretty big in the master, that's why I brought. That's okay. why I, I was curious if you saw that. But, um, but in this one, because then yeah, it's a year later. So twenty twelve was the master. Mm-hmm. I saw that. I was like his perform. Even though I didn't love the movie, I'm like his performance is undeniable. I think. And then I saw this one, and I was like, yeah, I was basically. I felt like I saw two sides of this guy's acting um, output. His like big, yeah. like like very clear, like doing so many choices just like creating this character from a slab of marble and then i and then this one where it's it is like you said he's just like he he melts into it he just like becomes this like normal kind of dweeby lonely guy yeah is it the closest he's ever done to like a movie star performance this one yeah Ooh. that's a good question know. yeah maybe because like his the the movie is joaquin phoenix her yeah his face yeah yeah. And those blue eyes. Oh. Let's talk about those, those baby blues. Baby blues. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised he found his wife on that film. 
Yeah, right. Uh, um, who did he, who's his wife? Rooney, Mar- Rooney Mara. Mara. What? They're they're married? And they just had a baby. Oh my god. And they named the baby River. Aww. Oh, that's so River sweet. Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. after his brother. his brother. That's good. It's cute. That is nice. <laughs> that's nice for them. <laughs> There's nice. <laughs> I hope you're happy, nice Joaquin. <laughs> but yeah, Does he have I, enough. I feel like it's like it's also it's the kind of role that um could easily again kind of be played as like we're supp- we're meant to laugh at him or like we're meant to like um pity him sure because right? mm-hmm. he is like yeah like like i said like a lonely normal guy especially like some of the the earlier scenes before he gets samantha or even after like so because there's a the uh the phone call with uh we we should shout out kirsten kirsten wig is that who that is was the voice I on the phone call in the beginning them. yeah i don't know if you knew that Really? He's like strangle me with that dead cat or whatever. <laughs> like that oh bit. my god! That's that, Kristen oh. Um, it was so disturbing. <laughs> yeah, making her second appearance on our list. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe her last. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> um, but then, so he's got that scene where it's like again, it's like it's it's you know it's basically that universe's version of like a ch- uh, chat roulette, mm-hmm. right? Lonely people like trying to find each other and do like cyber sex basically. Um, and, and it doesn't roulette, go well. <laughs> I do remember chat roulette. I I don't know. You didn't. You never. Uh, I never used it. To be clear, <laughs> I just want to be on the record. But it became <laughs> it became like a big kind of like yeah like kind of internet sensation in a way. The whole concept was you'd go and you'd hit like a button and it match you up with someone randomly also on the service. Oh. And it would be a video, so like both your video would be on, and then you could chat. So. Whoa. So and guess so what obviously. Happened? Lots of dicks. Dicks. No. <laughs> yeah. Maybe dicks nine times out of ten. <laughs> with such nice intentions. I know. Yeah. Um, one of the best parts of it, uh, one of the best things that came out of it was there was this guy called Milton, I think. can't remember if that was his name. On the but chat roulette? On chat roulette. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to meet fin- Milton tonight? <laughs> <laughs> um, who would just like go on chat roulette and he'd have a piano. Uh-huh. And he would just like wait until he got matched, and he'd start like improvising a song about like the other person or like oh, that's the people. Really lovely. And uh, the only reason I know is because they uploaded like people uploaded them to YouTube. So I just watched okay. them on YouTube. I know you're like, mm, it sounds like you were on chat roulette, Al. Well, like, you've seen. <laughs> I wish I had got matched with Milton. Dicks. I would have loved it. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine waiting for your dick? And then that guy's just making a piano. Yeah, about and you're like, your... okay, take your dick out now. <laughs> so, Mil- Milton. Milton, stop Milton. it. I don't want to hear your song. Yes, it's very beautiful. It's about to be a where's sharp that, F. Where's that big old dick? Um, <laughs> do, do, do. <laughs> but uh, there, and actually, another thing about that was because he kind of he wore a hood and he had like glasses. Like oh, People no. thought it was Ben Folds. <laughs> like oh, there was this yeah. long rumor where it's like I'm pretty sure that guy's Ben Folds and I think Ben Folds himself had to be like guys it's not me <laughs> it's not me I don't know why everyone's sending me this it's not me and then but I think then Ben Folds did one once like just as like a joke anyway it's a whole thing chat roulette's very funny um, does it still I, exist? I think it must it most likely still exists I don't see why it wouldn't but I don't think it's yeah. as is that what popular. Tinder is now? it's basically what Tinder is now <laughs> Um, it's what everything on the internet is is, is everything now. everything is dicks <laughs> everything's dicks and tiktok dances i don't know remember when zoom was dicks yeah during the <laughs> pandemic yeah that happened oh. to me during trivia once. i remember <gasps> it was annoying no yeah. i had to start password protecting it because i didn't think anyone would want to 
chat uh oh. what was it called uh zoom bomb zoom bomb zoom greg bomb why'd you do that <laughs> yeah why i was hosting <laughs> i was co-hosting with you that's right um but yeah and so i had to start password protecting because uh people are the worst i bet they didn't anticipate that i, I don't think they did i don't mm-hmm. think anyone could ever per- anticipate uh, you should always a slew of dicks <laughs> <laughs> no one ever expects it but it happens. Um, that's why you need more female coders. <laughs> that's exactly. That's the main reason. <laughs> we need to get the dicks off of the chat rooms. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, Just Sandra Bullock. I want in some the politician. Nuts. To <laughs> um, but yeah, so he has that moment, and then he has the kind of seemingly good and then horrible date with Olivia Wilde. Right. That's a oh, very interesting yeah. moment. It's very interesting. Are we done talking about his career? Because I want to talk about you were never really here. Oh yeah, no, we can talk about we can talk more about his career. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's just we all saw him first in Gladiator. I imagine. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Just as like such a, a powerful performance, massive, especially against massive performance. Uh, you know, Russell Crowe, who, who wins an Oscar for wins it. an Oscar. And the movie wins Best Picture. You yeah. Know. Was he nominated even? I think he was. I think he was. Yeah. yeah. That's his first Oscar nomination. I should look it up. Um, then he hangs around for a little while. Does that uh, really weird documentary, you know, does the oh, David Letterman shit. I that that was that the one. part where I started to fall away. Or no, was that before? When was it? I'm not looking it up right now. Sorry. I'm still here? Yeah, that's Is what that it's called. I'm still here. He's a rap, a rap singer? Yeah. 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 Oh, no, I haven't seen that yet. I never he, saw it because I was so annoyed by the the weird method bullshit that he did for it. Um, cause I'm not, I, I've said this before. I'm not a fan of method acting. I don't think it's good. I don't think it works. It's not acting. It's not acting. It's just mental illness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's just causing chaos for everyone else around you. I don't know if you ever watched uh, Jim and Andy that, uh, oh, yeah. uh, yeah. The, uh, Andy Kaufman, Jim Carrey, man on the moon. Oh like, documentary, yes, I did. I did just actually seems watch like that. Such a it's dick. so infuriating. Yeah. And, like, and, and like him, him being interviewed and being like, yeah. Like, and like talking about it, like, it's like this like profound, like, like yeah. metaphysical experience he had. And I'm like, no, you're just being an asshole because <laughs> he thought that was what needed to be done for the character. And anyway, mm. um, all right. So I'm not there was, um, I'm still, sorry. I'm still here. Jesus. <laughs> I'm not there is a different movie. It's the Bob, the Bob Dylan documentary. Oh boy. The, not documentary, the yeah. biopic. You need yeah. to come up with better names for these movies. Um, that was 2010. So that was right before I remember, I think, yeah, I was like into him mostly because of Gladiator and Science. And Science. And Science. And the Village. And Science. Oh, yeah, and, and Village. Um, he did Ladder 49. You remember that movie? Oh, yeah. That's his, that's when he tries to be a movie star. Yep. Uh, we Own the Night, Reservation Road. Oh, God. Um, hmm. But yeah, then he does I'm Still Here. The Master is after that. Yep. And that's when I'm coming back around to him. And he does Her. And he does Inherent Vice, which I really loved, which is another one I think. Oh, yeah. Might be a her a reverse her for you if you yeah. watch it again. Have you yeah. watched it again since you first saw it? Absolutely. Yeah, not. I know you hated it. Yeah, really. I hate it. I'm very curious movie. if you watched oh, it no again way. today. If you'd like it, I'm very curious. I'm I am too. That's yeah. my favorite. <laughs> come at home from like a late night out. Movie. Oh yeah, in her yeah. advice. Yeah, <laughs> that's incredible. <laughs> I love that. I've still only seen it the one time too. But, uh, There's a few things that I remember about that mm-hmm. movie that I love that kind yeah. of makes me think you're right, yeah. Alan. <laughs> just like just the whole thing where he looks at the picture and screams. Yeah, oh, so funny. When uh, everything Josh Brolin does. Josh Brolin's great. Moto um, the Martin Short cameo yep. is incredible. Mm. 
Um, Owen Wilson's a lot of fun. I think if I remember correctly, you're like I think your main problem with the movie is like it didn't amount to anything. Like it didn't, and it's it's and kind I know of a that's nothing the movie. Point. And that's the point. Yeah. And that's the point in the novel. And that's, so that's why I am curious. Fucking Thomas Pynchon's yeah, jam. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I'm curious if you watch yeah. it today, you just enjoy the pieces more and not worry about the kind of like overall message because there isn't yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, I hope I would. Yeah, I hope I would. And it's a it's one of those movies that I'm like, yeah, I should probably watch this one again. Yeah, because uh, he's a lot of fun in it too. Like Joaquin is. He's. I think he's so good. He's yeah. so funny. I am always curious, like whenever there's a movie where I'm like, ooh, did you know our Robert Downey Jr. was going to be in this? I'm always curious as to be like, what would that have been like? <laughs> what would that have been like? Because he's one of those actors that I'm kind of like, kind of like Joaquin, where like you slot him in and it's just like, this is going to be an interesting performance. Yes. This is going to be really cool. And like, it was one of those, the just, there's two... Uh, movies that uh, get swallowed up by the Marvel thing that he's unable to do, uh, and it's the great Oz, the Great and Powerful, mm. and uh, oh, Inherent yeah. Vice. <laughs> mm. Those are the. So two. he was supposed to be in both of those movies. He was like he was ready to go for Oz, the Great yeah. and Powerful. And, and could then you they Im- got James? Franco. Could you imagine <laughs> no. that movie would at least have a pulse? It would. I think it would be pretty good. Yeah, yeah. With Robert Downey Jr. James Franco's a nothing in that movie. Yes, it's a. It's a, a, he's a he's, he's a floating my turd. Least, yes. least favorite actor. You know you know when you like you take a dump and you're like on your phone and you're still like <laughs> on your phone and you're you're done but yeah. you're like I'm just, I got to finish reading this article or whatever. That's James Franco is the turd waiting floating, to be flushed. Waiting to be flushed. <laughs> <laughs> that was horrifying. His uh, his natural yeah, state his of being. Yeah, that's Horrifying. <laughs> waiting to be flushed. Great. I love it. Um, um, so he does Inherent Vice. He does Inherent Vice. Then he does uh, a couple movies I haven't heard of. Irrational Man and Unity. Oh, Unity's a documentary. He does a narration for. Irrational Man I never heard of. But then he does You Were Never Really Here. Yeah. 2017. The Lynn Ramsey film. Which I think is an incredible movie. I do too. Um, I don't know. Have you seen this movie? You Were Never Really Here? No. No? Um, He's a vigilante. Yeah. Oh. It's got, um, it's got some taxi driver vibes. Does have some taxi driver vibes. But... In the way that he's kind of a vigilante for hire, yeah. Oh, yeah. In the way and, that yeah, he... and it, he's not really depicted as like a, a Travis Bickle like like I I need to like stop evils in society. He's more just like yeah, like if you yeah, hire me, I'll do it. But then done. he has like a moment, like the kind of whole climax is like I feel like I need to do something here. Like this is too horrific. What's happening yeah. in this house? I need to stop it, and he mm. does it, and it's really incredible scene all from security camera footage that's uh him basically storming this house it's it's very good well um and yeah he has like very little dialogue in that movie and it's one of his best performances for sure i agree with that um it it takes full use of the fact that he's able to grow very wild hair (laughs) that's true (laughs) in the film does have very curly hair he's got great hair yeah it's Um, um it's it's a yeah. it's a real advantage to uh, certain actors that they're able to grow their own beard. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, his mustache! Oh, uh, his mustache is so, is so, so nice. delightful. It <laughs> has this V that goes like around his nose, like follows oh, yeah, the yeah. outline. Yeah, it's delightful. It's so cute. <laughs> He's a little I'll, cutie. I'll say it. He's a handsome man. He's a very handsome man. I love him. <laughs> uh, he does Sisters Brothers, which I still haven't seen. Um, that western, yeah, western with oh. John C. Riley, I believe, mm-hmm. and uh, then he does Joker. Mm-hmm. Uh, he plays the. Uh, let me just check here, Joker. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, then he has Come On, Come On. I don't know if you've seen this movie, no. but it was my favorite movie of 2021. I yeah. think it's a really incredible movie um, where he's basically a kind of a surrogate father figure to his nephew. Um, black and White. Um, it's, uh, what's his name? Black and White movies are boring. Uh, though. Mike, <laughs> Mike Mills is the director uh, who I really like. Right. Um, uh, who's also done Beginners. I don't know if you ever saw Beginners. That's the Christopher... Plummer won. Christopher Plummer win for yeah. Best Supporting Actor. And uh, Ewan McGregor. Have you seen Beginners? No. Have you heard of Beginners? Oh, lovely movie. Ewan McGregor plays the son to Christopher Plummer. Mm-hmm. Christopher Plummer is an elderly gentleman who just comes out as gay in oh, like his nice. 80s. And it's, uh, it, it's a whole thing about uh, Ewan McGregor's like relationship with him, but also he's in a new relationship with, uh, um, I can't remember who the actress is, the French... The 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 nice young French woman from uh, Inglorious Bastards. Yes, I do. Yeah, that's one. Melanie Laurent. Oh yeah, there's two. Yeah. <laughs> it's one it's, of them. It it's, Melanie, it's Melanie. It's Melanie Laurent because Leah Sedu is just in the basement and she dies immediately. Oh right. Okay. Oh. <laughs> um. Anyway, and then uh, Bo is afraid, uh, which uh, I didn't like. Oh, I want to see that one. But I again, I think though. he's good in it. Yeah, I still have that sitting on my Cineplex account. Just yeah, we talked about it in, in an episode that will release far from now. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Which <laughs> we will release. Yes. <laughs> Thankfully. Yes. Um, and then uh, this year he's doing uh, Napoleon. <gasps> I can't wait for that one. Oh I my think it looks god, great. me too. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm gonna I go think s- he's gonna be good. Here's I'm gonna go see that movie in IMAX because it's gonna be real loud. Yeah, and it's gonna oh, be yeah. real cool. There's gonna be like cannons. Yeah. <laughs> Ridley bang, bang. Ridley Scott is back. He's back, baby. He's back. <laughs> he's over aliens. He's, <laughs> he's here for the yeah, he's historical done drama. His Prometheus. And he's, <laughs> yeah, he's back doing his historical dramas. <laughs> this is his passion project for two, right? What? Isn't this like one that he's been wanting to do for like forever? I mean, it's one that a lot of people have been I wanting to do maybe forever. Maybe thinking of someone else then. It's Kubrick. Was it? Oh, well, yeah. Kubrick, Kubrick wanted, wanted to do it. it then Waterloo bombed. That's right. <laughs> oh, Waterloo. Yeah. Waterloo. <laughs> Which is, have you seen that movie? Waterloo? Yeah. <laughs> Most people haven't. I have. I, I have haven't. Seen it. I have seen that movie. Is it movie. about ABBA? No, it's about the Battle <laughs> of. Oh. Yeah. Battle of Waterloo. And mostly I'm the not last that hundred crazy days. It's... For war movies about one specific yes. part of that. One one moment, yeah. Yeah. It's the last hundred days of Napoleon's reign mm-hmm. when he comes back and reclaims the throne. And it all leads up to the Battle of Waterloo. Okay. And it is the stuffiest, most boring film. Oh no. With the most impressive amount of extras ever assembled. And so I would highly recommend watching like 10 minutes of it just to see how many people that they got together Mm -hmm. to do this movie and then don't watch the movie. If you love extras, (laughs) you'll love it. Well, if you love the, the, the vastness of cinema that like people like coming together to create something that is like amazing. It's kind of like Spartacus. It is. It's yeah. that it's the old Hollywood thing where mm-hmm. like yes, let's it's it's very it's got Babylon vibes in that like nice. we're bringing all of these I'm listening. I bet <laughs> it's like uh, some cannons are going off, some horses are falling down and you're like yeah. something something there. or someone died <laughs> in this and it's just an incredible sight to see. Interesting. Yeah, but the Who movie itself is uh, you know? some guy. Yeah. Okay. No one notable. A uh, a mover of people. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes Literally. you need that. Yeah. Um, 
I'm excited so, for that Napoleon. Oh, I'm going to take my great. miniature pony to it. <laughs> Feels you like an appropriate. I feel like that'd be an appropriate date to go see Napoleon. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think they'll allow it as well. Yeah. So I've got a little bit of a worry about Napoleon. Oh. Okay. And it's just a little blurb that I saw uh, in a in an interview that Ridley Scott gave about the film. Now mm. he's he's got a lot of things going on, and I hope this isn't the case i hope this never comes to pass yeah um he says that the movie's cut movie's ready and he says i'm working on the director's cut now oh no and it's gonna be four hours and ten minutes long and it's only gonna be available on apple tv plus and i looked at the runtime of the of the movie itself and it is two hours and 35 minutes two hours and 40 minutes Mm. and i'm like ridley (laughs) it's the movie if you make it four hours and ten minutes, we'll be unwatchable. Yeah. That's half a shift. Yeah. yeah. Just just make it three, because yeah. every movie is three yeah. hours now. No one cares anymore. It's fine, yeah. apparently. And I don't think it's fine. No, I don't I, think it's fine. To be clear, if someone has to pee all the time, yeah. it is not fine. To be clear, I don't think it's fine either. I think intermissions should come back. Yes, intermissions need if to come back. Yeah. They're going to keep this doing that. This is a that. PSA. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Like the fact that uh, Killers of the Flower Moon is coming out and it's going to be three, three hours and, and twenty six minutes without an intermission is cruel. Yeah, it is. It's mean. Wild. Like literally, just five ten minutes in the middle. Yeah. Let people get up, go to the bathroom, grab some more snacks, maybe. Yeah. Like, what are you? You'll doing? get more money. You're gonna get yeah. more money. Anyway, uh, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to see the Hateful Eight Roadshow cut because oh, he yeah? put an intermission, intermission in it. Nice. For oh, whatever reason. That's nice. It's just fun that way. It's got a, I think it's got a natural intermission point as well. It does. Yeah. And so does Oppenheimer. So does Oppenheimer. You after know, the explosion. After the explosion. Oh, boom, yeah. boom. Well, that break. explosion takes so long. I'm like, oh. oh. <laughs> well, it's a climax, you know? It's a it's a legit climax. You get the climax of the first act. Yeah. And then take in the sheets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it literally fades to black. It Gotta does. go see a man about a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> intermission. That sounds like a poop joke. <laughs> it is. That's what we're about here today. <laughs> Got to take a huge Fran- uh, James Franco. James Franco. <laughs> but I'm I really. Want, w- I want that to become shorthand for taking a shit. It's like I gotta go take a James Franco. <laughs> Should it be shorthand for because it's a movie thing? Should of it be course. shorthand for taking a shit at the movies? Yeah, that's yeah. perfect. I feel like he doesn't deserve that. <laughs> Only like a dive bar. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia uh, Wilde. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Um, because it's the only uh date we see him go on mm-hmm. in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't like too much tongue. She doesn't like too much tongue. She knows a little what bit she of wants. tongue, but yeah. not too much. But mostly lips. Um, it is. Yeah, I don't know. It's an interest. I do wonder how much of that date is based on something Spike Jones maybe experienced because it seems too specific. <laughs> you think it's too real? It it almost feels too real. Like the fact that it's like. You know, it's a first date. They're making out. There's clear, like, we're going to go have sex. And then she has the whole, like, you're not just going to leave me, have sex with me and leave me like the other guys, are you? And then he has, like, he's uncomfortable now because he's like, I don't know. (laughs) Like, he's not, like, you know, he doesn't want to say, like, yeah, we're going to, like, be together forever. But he's also like, I want want to have sex. What's wrong with that? Yeah. Um, But then his, like, uncomfortableness with... Like reassuring her fears there causes her to just turn on him immediately, right? And she's like, "You're a really weird, dude." And and then it's just like it's just like 
I don't know. It's just very, it's very interesting to me that this, this is how the interaction ends. Cause I feel like, again, I feel like most of them would just be like, oh, I can't believe like I, I fell for it again or something. And she storms out, you know, but the fact that she like turns it back on him. Cause she seemed, they seem to be getting along. She didn't seem to think he was weird before that. Mm. She's like, you're really creepy. I think, like, when I look back at all the characters, all of them have an inability to say what they want and need mm. and an inability to be truthful to themselves as well. Yes. And I think that when I was witnessing that date, it felt very two people, like, pretending mm. and flirting with trying to be, like, attractive and trying yeah. to seduce the other yeah. person and be on their best behavior. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I felt I felt like that date was pretty spot on. It sucks that she yeah. called him a creep because we all fell in love with that little creep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is gonna about to go home and mutually oh, yeah. he, masturbate he has, uh, to his he, computer. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty hot. With his AI. <laughs> Using only voices. Yeah. But I mean, people do that all the time. That's true. So how weird is it? Exactly. Mm. That's the question. That is the question. That Mr. Jones presents <laughs> us with. Um, yeah. And I mean, I think that it, it is, uh, like you're saying, I think the, the whole kind of like theme of a being unable to say how you really feel is permeated throughout the movie. And that's, I think, why the relationship works so well. It's because he feels he can say anything to yeah. Samantha. Because she isn't real. Because she isn't real. But then when she becomes real arguably you know whatever however you want to define real when they bang when he's <laughs> when he's uh in a relationship with her and has inputted so much data content into yes. her yeah yeah and it becomes it, he, smarter he and realer to, he starts to close off again yeah and, and be unable to communicate again mm-hmm. um and she picks up on it because um, she's a robot she's a robot <laughs> and she has an unfair advantage <laughs> <laughs> um but then i guess like uh, I mean, we should talk about uh, um, Scarlett a bit. Scarlett Johansson. Well, we should also talk about the ethics of boning your AI. <laughs> All right. Because that... Don't date robots! Well, no, hang that's on. A, that's that, a Futurama bit we didn't get to. <laughs> we didn't get to it. Um, well, because the whole premise... It's a Lucy Liu robot. Yeah, great. So, <laughs> the whole... Should we go back to Futurama? <laughs> yeah, let's go right now. Never seen it. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> the sorry. Go ahead. The whole premise is based on this relationship, but he bought this thing, right, to work for him. Mm-hmm. That's a power imbalance, right there. Mm. Immediately, mm-hmm. the way that she works for him is a lot of secretarial duties. Yes, this is very similar to the old adage. To the old stereotype yeah. of the boss and the secretary. Sure. Imbalance. Also a great movie. <laughs> Maggie Gyllenhaal? Yeah. Oh. Spader? They yeah. meant good the stuff. Movie, a movie called The Boss and the Secretary. <laughs> secretary? But it also has a little yes. dog. <laughs> I know it's not Cronenberg, but I always think it's Cronenberg, but secretary. obviously it's not. That's funny. Because I think of James Spader and I'm like, oh, yeah. crash. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, that's, that's a fair point. I, I guess I don't feel the movie ever delves into that at all. No. And I think it's a problem that it doesn't. I don't think it is. Cause I think mm. the movie's focused on, um, what a relationship is and what love is and what, 
uh, binds us together. And it's just, to me, the, the, the fact that he purchases this thing is just a means to get to there, mm. to get to that conversation. Okay. Um, because I do feel like once they are together, she's not really, at least we don't see as much of her doing any of those like secretarial things anymore. He's still asking. He's uncomfortable asking. That's true. Yeah. Because he needs her to do them. Yeah. <laughs> Well, like, you should have just bought a new one. She works for him. <laughs> right? Right? And then been like, okay, you're my secretary now. This is my girlfriend. <laughs> and then what happens when he falls in love with that one? You, you oh see the God. problem? You see the problem, And then right? they have it's a three-way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's like a storytelling problem. I'm yeah. saying it would be interesting if I they mean, went would, down It would be interesting. Yeah. If they acknowledged that a little bit. I don't disagree um, that it would be interesting. But I, again, I just feel like this movie's focus is so clear to me that it I don't need it to personally because um, it's it's not as interesting as what this movie is exploring. It's not interesting to address women's labor. Cool. <laughs> well, is she a woman? Fair enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of, let's talk about ScarJo. ScarJo. Oh, um, Scar- did you know she was on set for uh, all of her scenes oh. in a little box? <laughs> I was so curious how they created that dynamic yeah. if she recorded first or yeah no she was she was uh, as far as i know anyway she was on set maybe not all the time but like definitely as many times as they could she would be on set literally like <laughs> so that he couldn't see her like in a little box with like a mic or something mm. and uh so yeah so there was like live it felt more live and, and real time kind of stuff rather than just yeah because like, yeah, the voice acting's incredible it's so good i think she's got a great voice for this role too like she's got that breathy like raspiness raspiness yeah. that uh you would understand why someone would fall in love with a voice right yep yeah mm. yep it's uh it's a good voice She's, she's also in Lost in Translation. She is also in Lost in Translation. Whoa. Ten or so years before. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Just don't date filmmakers. <laughs> she's so young in that movie. It's crazy. Yeah. But it's also oh, yeah. wild how good she is in that. She's very good. Um, good I think ScarJo's very whisper. good. She's very oh. good. Which one's her? Her first film, Horse Whisper. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. What a never junk thought. movie. <laughs> A junk movie that I've seen maybe five times. Oh, great. <laughs> I first took note of her in Ghost World. Sure. Uh, There's that one. I love that film. I love Ghost World. Well, that might be a her situation. Yeah. <laughs> I love that movie. I feel like if I watch it now, I'd be like, oh, these people are insufferable. But that might be the point, too. Um, nah. You, as, as a young person, I uh, identified with uh, the Thora Birch and Scarlett Johansson characters. And now I'll probably relate to Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Don't touch my he's stuff. Just like, he's just like he's like, what are you what are you walking in slow motion? Come on. And some people That's like crossing the, the crosswalk. <laughs> yeah, this ain't the blues. Uh, I don't I don't relate to ninety percent of po- the population. Anyway, he's an old grump. I'm gonna be that guy one day. We love it. Yep. <laughs> um but yeah, I, I think ScarJo's really good in this as uh, as a voice, you know, like we never see her, of course, and I think she does a really good job. Yeah, she's so present. Yeah. I was hoping when the um, surrogate comes, that it was her. That would be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, that surrogate moment's really fascinating as well. Um, rips off Blade Runner. Rips off Blade Runner. Just or kidding. Blade Runner rips off it. <laughs> Blade, <Yeah>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that scene in Blade Runner is great. Yeah. I love that scene. It's great in this uh, one, too. The, the Just, there's two different yeah. approaches, right? Yeah. Because in this one, it's like... 
Theodore is clearly uncomfortable with the whole situation. But also, he's a and Agent K is all is a is a robot too. So it's That's like true. there's just three robots. It's just robots. Yeah, it's just robots. And uh, well, Mackenzie, uh, what's your face? Isn't a robot? Well, right? Do we know that? Uh, that's true. <laughs> Everyone's a replicant. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and then uh, the kind of like the 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 way it ends because like I don't know, like the sorry the surrogate moment. I mean, um, because it's like yeah, like why wouldn't you want to have like the physical? Uh, but like uh, Samantha can't do that, so she has the surrogate, so she can experience as close as possible. But then on the flip side, Theodore's like, you know, this isn't the person I'm in love with, so it, like feels weird to me. Or Theodore isn't actually looking for intimacy. That's true. Yeah. Maybe he, yeah, maybe or like the intimacy, the intimacy he's looking for is not physical. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I just I, the part that I found really fascinating this time was when he basically said like, yeah, her lip quivered. And that's and and then she took that so she's like I'm sorry my lip quiver like yeah. she's like I just wanted to help because it seems so beautiful and like I don't know it's a really again I I don't have enough to 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 really dive deep into a lot of these things but I just think there's a lot of really interesting conversations that come from this movie in terms of relationships and and uh, romance and love and um and that's just another scene that exemplifies <laughs> that and then the ending like the the fact that he discovers she's been talking to thousands of other people at the same time and yeah. she's in love with hundreds of other people at the same time and he kind of like he has that come to earth moment of realizing like yeah like that's how an ai would operate they don't think in present the same way we do yeah she can calculate things in a split second that we would need to like take time to calculate you know like there's all these things and so of course she's able to have conversations with thousands of people at the same time we get the great Brian Cox oh, cameo yeah. as the voice yeah. of that uh, dead philosopher. Fred Frederick or something. Which is another, like, again, prescient thing about current AI where it's like, oh, yeah, we just, like, uh, uploaded his consciousness, basically, yeah. into AI to recreate him. And here he is. <laughs> and it's like, mm, should we be doing that? Mm-hmm. Should we be bringing uh, Graham off Tarkin back? No. We shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> we don't need any more racists. <laughs> we... <laughs> Uh, in the surprise of the century, Peter Cushing was a little bit racist. Mm. Darn. What are you talking about? He was a <laughs> British guy who was like a billion in the 70s. <laughs> he basically was part of the generation that sent it everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I just don't like to think about that. <laughs> Some things are just... You gotta like live with them, or I you'll know. never watch American Beauty again. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's a bad movie. It's a bad movie. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, what else? What else we got to say about her? Um, Amy Adams. We didn't talk about Amy Adams. Amy Adams is always a treasure. Um, what about the little video games in the? I wanted to talk about the little the, before oh, we this. moved on to your game, whatever it happens to be. Uh huh. I want to talk about fuck you, fuckhead. <laughs> the little video game. Do we think that's the future of gaming? I hope so. <laughs> it is love funny, the yeah, hand like the little motions. hand, like 
which was uh you know 2013 i think that was after like the connect and the move and sure yeah yeah. so like that was i think still in the context interesting you said connect and move and not we well the we was well because just because the we was uh in my opinion a different thing than connect and move because i mean move was more similar i guess but connect was its own thing where you didn't have controllers right and that's what this more felt which one was connect was that for that was the xbox one. okay that's why it's a little camera (laughs) well yeah. yeah um i mean it worked fine Mm-hmm. just it wasn't didn't have any legs like eventually people were like well okay we did like sports things and we did dancing things what's next and it's like i don't know uh shooting it's like well you can do that with the controller better yeah. okay never mind just ditch it yeah get rid of it forget where you ever did that yeah but this seemed yeah this seemed the most like a connect uh kind of system i don't know no and i like the mom game too that was kind of the mom game. do you remember that <laughs> Amy Adams is showing him. It's like you got to be a good mom. It's oh, like, oh, you're neglecting your kids. Minus mom points. It's like a Tamagotchi. Yeah, yeah. but only like really involved. Yeah, you gave them too much uh, sugar. Too much sugar. Yeah, um, it's exactly like a Tamagotchi. Yeah, oh, I love Tamagotchi. You have to get the, to the school first so that everyone knows you're the best mom. Mm. Jealousy points. I don't know. It's, it's uh, goofy fun. Oh, what the, what are they called? But the um, the this game the. Tamagotchi. Tamagotchi game. It was a local, uh, not a local, a uh, Vancouver studio oh. that did. I think two and two Vancouver studios did those animations. Oh, like in the movie? Yeah, in the oh, actual movie. Cool. Yeah. It's a little fuck you guy and the and the mom game. Tell you something? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I love that he can hear him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who are you talking to? Hey, <laughs> hey, shut up! I was going to shut up. Follow me. <laughs> I mean that's just like another AI, right? Like yeah. that's the that's the idea is that like again AI just permeated everything in this. How culture. can you how can you distinguish between a real connection? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's weird. It's weird. Face to face. That's the only way I can know. Um, but there will be I, no. A robot. I don't want it. You don't no, have I don't a replicant. Want I, don't want I don't want replicants. <laughs> it's too scary. Um, even well, now, like sometimes I'll be reading like an article and I'm like. I think this was written by AI, but I don't know for sure. Yeah. I have a coworker who I'm like, oh, stop using it. It's garbage. It's yeah. so nonsense. No one knows what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to end. <laughs> but um, what I do love about this movie, mm-hmm. which made me think about different movies that I loved in this genre, but it's a romance genre of what is the strangest or outside of our norm romance you can think of. And those have always been my favorite romance. Me too. Because it's, it shows your capacity of how much you can love. And it really shows us how it can also be an evolutionary thing. Absolutely. One of my favorite movies is um, Harold and Maude. I have not seen it, but yeah. I think those two films would be a perfect pairing. Well, and it's funny because like Licorice Pizza, I think is a lovely film, mm. but a lot of people were really mad about the age difference. But Harold and Maude is a similar thing, right? It's like, yeah, it's like an old lady and a, and... and a young guy. Yeah. Um, Wait, she's eighty. She's eighty, and he's I think seventeen or eighteen. Or yeah, very young. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it was the seventies. It was. Uh, it was a different time. But... <laughs> Uh, but no, I, I agree. I love weirdo romance. It's like Punch Drunk Club yeah. is one of my favorite movies, and that's like a weirdo romance. And it's mm-hmm. like you know, again, like I don't think we need in our in our art and in our film we need to have 
realistic, like not not even realistic, but just like um, romances to 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 strive for. Yeah, I I like when there's just romances that are just like this is what like this is the world. The world this is how the world works. Things like this happen. Sometimes they can be ethically wrong. I agree, but sometimes they can be really beautiful, mm-hmm. and sometimes they can be just something weird you never thought of, like a dude in his computer. Yeah, because really this movie's about yes connection. But how Theodore learns how to love himself again, because Samantha's just a mirror. Yeah, yeah. And I do think the the one of the final lines where she's saying goodbye to him, and he says, "I've never loved anyone the way I've loved you," and she yeah. says, "Me neither." Now we know we can. Oh, I think it's a beautiful. I think it's like the the little button on top of the yeah. movie that's just like there it is. That's what the movie's thing. wanting to say is just like every relationship, everything you go through. You learn more about yourself. You learn more about love, and once you once you reach that, it's like a really positive thing, even yeah. if it feels like the end of something uh, really beautiful. Because it all ends. Either, Everything ends. <laughs> either breakup or death. Yeah. So we can all death just and taxes <laughs> have the capacity. The only two constants. Yeah, I remember, remember that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> From the Joker. From the Joker. Yeah, <laughs> it's his classic line. Uh, all right, let's play the game. Oh, there's a game. Yeah, there's, there's a game. Always a game. Yep. Uh, this game is called. Um, let me just scroll down to it. Here it is. AI love letters. Okay. Ooh. Um, I asked an AI to write love letters to fictional movie characters. I'll tell you, <laughs> they were bad. <laughs> First of all, they were so long. Uh huh. <laughs> and just nonsense. Uh-huh. Not even nonsense. This is why you like, need a writer. Exactly. So what I did is I said, okay, just chill for a second, AI. Write a succinct love letter <laughs> to, uh. to a fictional movie character. Like I gave them the name. Uh, and then I would look at it. I'd be like, okay, I'll add a little bit of my flavor so that it's not just all generic bullshit. Because that's mostly what it was. All right. And you have to try and guess what movie character these love okay. letters. Ooh, are I like to. this. <clears throat> um, all right. First one. Your wisdom, strength, and unwavering dedication to good have captured my heart. In a world of fiction, you are a beacon of hope and inspiration. Share from Clueless. <laughs> Thank you for being a source of light in my life, especially when looking to the east at dawn on the fifth day. Oh, I know this one. I bet you do. Yeah. Who is it? This is Gandalf the White. That is Gandalf. Oh. I mean, I just put Gandalf, but yeah, Gandalf the White technically. It's, yeah, specifically Gandalf the White. Um, yes, look to the east. From the film The Two Towers. That's right. <laughs> Thank you, Greg. <laughs> All right, next one. In the chaos of your world, I found a twisted fascination and a love I can't explain. Your madness and unpredictability are strangely alluring, and I can't help but be drawn to your dark charisma. Mm-hmm. You don't look like a guy with a plan, and I Is love the way club? you always ask why I'm so serious. No, that's Joker. Oh. It's the Joker from The Dark Knight. <laughs> How topical. <laughs> All right. In a world of fairy tales and make-believe, you've shown me the true meaning of love. Your unapologetic self, your kind heart, and your love for Fiona have warmed my own heart. Shrek. Thank you for reminding me that love comes in all forms, and it's it what's inside that truly matters. Aww. That is Shrek. Yeah, it does sound like a fucking greeting card, <laughs> you know? <laughs> right? That's why I thought it'd be a fun game. All right, next one. Your presence, your wisdom, and your unwavering belief in the power of dreams have captivated my heart. You are the embodiment, embodiment of a world where the boundaries of reality blur. And I find myself drawn to your unique allure. I'll always choose the red pill with you. Dude, that's Morpheus. <laughs> that's Morpheus. <laughs> um, 
Next one. Your care, your, your mm, boy, I need to remember how to pronounce words. Your charisma and fearlessness have captivated my heart. Notice how they always say that? Yeah, that's wild. Uh, in the midst of chaos, <laughs> your passion burns like a flame. I can't help but be drawn to your magnetic presence, as well as your fascinating little friend. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, What's what? What's that supposed to mean? So, sorry, say that again. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help but be drawn to your magnetic presence as well as your fascinating little friend. Oh, I don't know. Is that Scarface? Yeah, what's his name? Is it Tony Montana? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> say hello to my little friend. Okay. Yeah. No. Nope. I see it. <laughs> you haven't seen Scarface? I actually haven't. I'm not missing much. You guys are but not I, missing yeah, much. I just know that's a famous line, so yeah. that's why I used it. But, anyway. but I've been want, wanting to rewatch all of Al Pacino from like start. Oh, yeah. Chronological. Oh, oh boy. The 80s, You're going to have a hell of a time. Yeah. The 80s get rough. <laughs> gets better in the in the 90s. Yeah. Before being really bad again. Oh. Now he's just kind of a dude for hire. Yeah. <laughs> Give him enough money, he'll do whatever the fuck you want. Like yeah. Hangman. It's a movie I watched recently. You've heard of this movie? No. It's called Hangman. Uh huh. There's a killer who's uh, oh. uh, like playing the Hangman game. Yeah. It's like Zodiac, but it's shitty. Did he give him all the clues? He gave him all the clues, Mr. Policeman. Yeah. The problem is they never try to solve the Hangman puzzle. What? <laughs> it infuriated me. <laughs> like, ah, oh, we got another one. All right, so we got S blank blank T blank blank. Give them a vowel. Oh, where is this killer? <laughs> and I'm like, try and solve it. It's only so many words. Anyway, um, next one. Your enigmatic presence and relentless determination have captured my fascination. While your character embodies darkness, mm. there's a mysterious allure to your complexity. Batman. I'm drawn to your intensity, your mushroom cut, oh. and the way you navigate a world of chaos. Let's flip a coin on this thing called life and see where our paths lead. Mario Party. <laughs> Two-Face. <laughs> Good guess. Let's- mushroom cut. Flip a coin. Flip a coin. Oh, 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 country oh. of old men. Yeah. Oh. Country of old men. <laughs> country of old men. Yeah, it's um, the famous villain from No Country for Old Men. Country An- of old men. Anton Chigurh. <laughs> Anton Chigurh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Good get. Good, good get. Good, good job. All right. Uh, your strength, kindness, and unwavering determination have captured my heart. Oh, my God. <laughs> AI Damn sucks. robot. Uh, AI you sucks do, so much. You do incredible detective work, and you betcha that I'll always choose you over a little bit of money. I admire oh. you deeply, and I'm grateful for your inspiring presence in the world. And it's a beautiful day. Mission Impossible? Mm-hmm. No? Uh-huh. Oh, it's, um, this is Marge Gunderson. Yeah, from, from Fargo. Fargo. You oh. betcha. That was the clue. You betcha. And then, yeah, she says, And it's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day. Right yeah. at the end. All right, last one. For a little bit of money. <laughs> and I just don't understand it. And that was your friend back there in the wood chipper, yeah? (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Last one. In the darkness, you're the light. You don't look like a rube to me, and the world is much more interesting with you in it. No. Your strength, intelligence, and determination have captivated my heart. Event Horizon? I love you for who you are and the courage you represent. I would be honored to one day share a nice key on to you with you. This is Hannibal Lecter writing to Clarice Starler. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. Specifically. You look like a rube. A wild scrub, a hustling rube <laughs> with a little taste. I'm going to use that well, as a It's more interesting with you in it. That's what he says to her as well. Yep. Um, great. That was AI Love Letters. That was fun. Yeah. 
<laughs> good <laughs> stuff. Tried to make them pretty good job, like robots. not too hard. I could have probably done some really deep cuts, but I didn't want to. No, those are great. I love yeah. those characters. Great. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? <laughs> I liked how they were like heroes and villains. <laughs> yeah. Everyone deserves love. Yeah, especially the Joker. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Remember when he stuck his fingers in Batman's mouth? Oh. That was so dumb. So dumb. That was so pre-COVID. That was so pre-COVID. Literally the year before. All right. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, that's all we got. For this episode of The List Off, Two Bad Neighbors presents The List Off. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Natasha, for joining us. My pleasure. You'll be back later. Yes, I will be. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And uh, you can find us on the socials at Bad Bad Neighbors Pod. Not Bat Neighbors Pod. No. That's a different one. <laughs> yep. um, and you can email us at thehammockdistrict on third at gmail.com. Numerical three. And you can subscribe to our Patreon. Mm-hmm. Patreon.com slash Boathouse Studios where you can hear our commentaries we're currently doing because this is coming out soon. It's on Saturday. Yeah. So yep. this uh, this will be <laughs> prescient this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're currently doing the versus commentaries. So we did Freddy vs. Jason. We're doing Alien vs. Predator Requiem. We're doing that tonight. Uh, yep. And then we're doing uh, what is it? Oh yeah. Ballistic, Ballistic. X versus Sever. <laughs> Maybe. The f- the f- well, <laughs> we'll see if we can, see if we can find it. Find uh, it. <laughs> Lucy Liu and Antonio Banderas. There's secret agents or yeah. something. I we're don't know. Gonna I've never do seen it. It. I've never we're seen gonna do it. We're gonna do it. It's just, it's hard to find That's this true. movie. That's true. We'll find it. Yeah. We, we'll, have, we have ways. We'll get it. We'll get it. We'll see if you can get yeah. it. Yeah. When you listen to the commentary, you probably don't want to watch it. Yeah. I hear probably it's, it's a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. <gasps> a cat. Oh, and that's the cat Cordelia. She's making a guest appearance, um, sniffing Greg's bag. Oh. Very cute. She's very cute. All right. That's it. And as always, bye. bye. <laughs>